Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting the ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Beck. Today is November 29th, 2021, or as we like to refer to it, Victory Monday. Yeah. Yes. Oof, man, that was... <laughs> that was a tough oh, one. <laughs> I loved it. You did. I, I did not. Ralph did not. Ralph was upset the yeah. whole game. Yes. And uh, I think it's because he didn't want to be wrong on his score prediction. I don't ever like being wrong. <laughs> Who does? Are there people out there that like being wrong? I'm sure there are. Probably. Masochists. Like the masochists, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, you were definitely right. You said it was going to be a closer game than I did. I predicted 41-17. With, they hit 17 in like the middle of the second quarter. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it okay. It didn't take long. <laughs> they can't score anymore from here on out. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I mean, they almost hit, we almost hit 41 points. Yeah. So there's that. But you were definitely closer. You what said, was my prediction? You said. I just want to hear you say it. You said 35-29. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, you know, if we if we played in the second half, like we, or if we played in the first half like we did in the second half, mm-hmm. it would have been the way I wanted it. Yeah. You know, I because sure. I, I really did. I you know, and Molly jumped on me afterwards. She was like, you know, you always talk about you like entertaining games. That was an entertaining game. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is the one time I really wanted us to whoop up on somebody. I know. Man. You wanted rede- you wanted whatever happened in Washington. You wanted it to play out in um, Indianapolis. We you wanted us to take it out on Indianapolis. Yeah, well, you know, we played well against the Giants, beat them up. But, you know, the Colts were... Like we should have, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly Mm -hmm. like we should have. You know, the Colts were, you know, an up-and-coming team and all that good stuff. And I just wanted to make a statement. Mm -hmm. We did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got to remember, like, we kind of look back on last year very fondly Mm -hmm. in Super Bowl colored glasses. But it was a long time before we played like we played in the playoffs yes. in the Super Bowl. Like, it was a long, painful, at times, road to get there. And so I think that we've kind of taken last season for granted. Like, all we remember is the happy, awesome stuff and not all the other stuff. And so, to me, I feel like we are watching that same kind of development this year and you just got to be patient it's a long road there's a lot of football there's good teams that beat bad teams there's good teams that lose to bad teams it just happens yeah well last year let me say we we stumbled into the bye week what did we lose we lost two games Mm -hmm. before the bye we were seven and five going into the bye we're much better off now at this point of the year. We're eight Absolutely. and three. Yeah. You know, so, or eight and four. Eight and three. Eight and three. Mm-hmm. That's right, because we've already had our bye. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then coming out of the bye week, we played Minnesota. And, uh, you know, that was, we beat them pretty good. But then we played the Falcons, and that was a close game. Remember, it was 27 31, I think. Uh, I don't remember it. 
Don't remember it. Yeah. See, even that late in the season, we had some ugly games that were a lot closer than they should have been. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I just, you're right. It's, I see this team as a bunch of juggernauts. You know, when we come out there and just keep doing this three and out in our first drive, it's like, what is going on? It's driving me crazy. Oh my gosh, that was so awful. Let me see. Our first drive, I have, I actually took notes this time because. Yes, she did. We were not drinking during this game because we had gone out the night before. We were very hungover. And Molly was not feeling us. So let me see. <laughs> I do have notes from this game. So we had a three and out. They, oh, that short punt. And the penalties, oh, they God, start yeah. on like our 30. Yeah, yeah it was awful. <laughs> I have so many notes. We go three and out again. We go three and out. We're going three and out. We score finally. <laughs> yeah. So All my was, notes are like that. It was, it was not a very good showing in that first half. Initially, yeah. But this that was our season last year. It was... We did not always play complete games. Like there were some games the defense just got torched, but the offense played well. And then there were other games where the offense uh, did not play well, but the defense kept us in there. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of the same thing, I think, especially particularly this game was kind of like that. And, you know, our defense didn't really step it up till right before the playoffs. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it was Mm -hmm. and throughout the playoffs, they just dominated it. Uh, you know, a five turnover game against the Colts, you can't complain too much, you know? I mean, no. Well, did <laughs> I think you, the defense they, did their job. Yeah, they had some ridiculous stat where Carson Wentz had um, had 18 touchdowns to three interceptions. Coming into the game, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then and he got two more on that, and then they had how many fumbles? Three one. fumbles? One fumble? Yeah. What were the other turnovers? Interceptions. Two interceptions. I know, but they have five turnovers, right? Right. So, oh, okay, three fumbles and two interceptions. Okay, yes. They had three fumbles? They had three fumbles. I thought they only had one. According to ESPN. Yeah, I knew that they had five turnovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the last one, of course, was a interception on a somewhat of a Hail Mary, so doesn't it counts it counts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and again and the time of possession was almost it was, it was two seconds apart 29 59 to 3001 molly never, pointed that out right after the game she was like look at this i've never seen it that close yeah that even yeah so you know i think indianapolis they're a solid team I think give them a couple more years of consistency and building up that team. Of course, they got to go through Tennessee, which Tennessee, you know, they're not doing all that great. I mean, they're not terrible this year, but uh, they're not quite what they were with Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. But the Colts got to get through Tennessee. At this point, they're not even in the playoff picture. If If the season ended today, they're not. At six and six, they're not going to make it into the playoffs. But, um, you know, I think that they're a solid team. I think they've really got uh, a promising future if they keep it all together and keep their coaching staff and build on that team. They might be dangerous in a couple years. They're a very fundamentally sound football team. You know, they don't make mistakes. They're, well, besides the five turnovers, <laughs> uh, we're the exception. <laughs> Yeah, they uh, they they play very good, sound football. You know, good tackling, good blocking. 
you know they they're not a complex offense or defense but what they do they do well and I can't remember if I said this in the pot the preview podcast but I said turnovers were going to be or yeah it's what I was thinking anyhow <laughs> I don't know if I said yeah, it. Hope you I'm said gonna go it. have to look back yeah <laughs> turnovers are going to be key to the game because they're very very good at getting turnovers you know they have mm-hmm. the largest we talked about that biggest turnover differential in the league and they capitalize on their turnovers mm-hmm. and that's what they did against buffalo yes so, Which against a better a team that's better than you in any, every other respect, you beat them in the turnover battle. I mean, your odds are pretty good. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's a smart plan, you know, on their part. Yeah, there there aren't they it that way. <laughs> there aren't too many data sets, stats that you can look at and go, okay, this team is going to win or that team's going to lose based on this stat: you know, sacks, mm-hmm. penalties, rushing yards, all that stuff, except turnovers. You mm-hmm. look at turnovers and you go, okay, you know, this team gets a lot of turnovers. They're going to have a winning record. Which we learned uh, with Jameis Winston, how true yeah, that was. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Isn't it amazing with the, <laughs> the same exact offensive line minus the Mar Dotson replaced by Tristan Wirth mm-hmm. that we now have the best offensive line in the league? Gave up the fewest sacks. They <laughs> did so well this week, too. Yeah. How'd they do? Did, did he get sacked? Did he? Can't remember. Once or twice. Yeah, two sacks for nine yards. Nine yards. Get out of here. That's probably the most he's had in a game all season. Maybe three. Um, Of course, Aaron Stinney got hurt Mm. during the game, like the first series. And it was a knee injury. And B.A. is already saying he's not playing this week. So, that's a bummer. Sunday against Atlanta. Eh, I mean, we'll be all right. But hmm. So, we sustained that injury. And then Jamel Dean got hurt with the shoulder injury. And um, Devin White went out with the hip injury. And then he came back in at the half. So, we did sustain some injuries pretty early in the game. The Stinny injury was very concerning to me because I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're down to our last guys. Please Thank, do not put Josh Wells in there. Please do not put Josh Wells Thank in there. God we had Leverett active. Yeah. Normally, we don't have that many. I Probably because Marpet was out, they mm. had the extra one. Ooh, I know. I did not want to see Josh Wells in there no. ever. He gives me a panic attack. <laughs> Just that number. <laughs> he's 72 out there, and I'm like, oh. He'll get better. Yeah. Yeah, but Shaquille Barrett had a pretty good game. He had two sacks, right? And uh, That uh, strip sack fumble that, was a That turned huge... the game around. Yep. The, and this is what really stuck out to me this game. They fought for this game. They fought. They never stopped. They did not give up. I mean, the end of the first half, we're losing 24 to 14. I mean, our offense cannot get anything going. Tom Brady, he's thrown an interception by that point, right? I think like early on. Let me see. I have it in my notes, my detailed notes. (laughs) Oh, we had that Chris Godwin fumble like immediately. Yes. The the third, uh, the second Second, offensive drive. Yep, second offensive drive. 
Twelve thirty-one, first quarter. Yeah. No, ten seventeen in the first quarter. Yes. Uh, yeah, he didn't throw an interception until second quarter. Oh yeah, that was that um, the pass to Scotty Miller. Was it yes. that one? Yes. He just yeah. had one, the one interception. Mm-hmm. Speaking of interceptions. That Winfield interception was beautiful. Oh, this is what I'm saying. They fought for that one. We have playmakers on this team, and mm. they said we are not giving up. We're not going out of this stadium with a loss. <laughs> you know, I mean, we're down at the half. We're not playing particularly well. We're, I mean, we're doing okay, but still down, and it's hard to get us get a lot going, and then we get. A play like that, we get the Shaq Barrett strip sack mm-hmm. fumble recovery. Uh, yeah, that was that was the play that turned the game around. I think so too. Yeah, he's just we, like that. He we, is a yeah, playmaker. He is. He is. Mm-hmm. And like you said, we got a lot of playmakers on this team. Yeah, a lot. Mm-hmm. And they and they haven't been making that many plays. I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like Sue had a sack in this game where I don't recall him having that many on the season. You know, he got a good sack. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look and see how many he's got. Yeah. But the Winfield, oh, he has four sacks on the season. But the Winfield interception, I mean, just the size matchup alone. Yeah. And he was on, I mean, he was behind that guy. Mm-hmm. So you would think, oh, the receiver's got the advantage here. No. Mm-hmm. I didn't, Winfield's got springs in his legs or something. Yeah, that was a beautiful, beautiful interception. Just it was incredible. a great pass, too, by yeah. Wentz. I mean, there was nothing they could do. That was all Winfield. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I just, I was really happy with how we faced adversity and overcame it, got the dub. That's what matters. And, and there were a lot of times where I thought they were going to give it up, even at that at the end. Where uh, they got that return. Yeah. Like, that was frightening. Yeah, Bruce Arian said twice in his press conference that if they could change anything, it would have been to tell Leonard Fournette to go down at the two-yard line. Yeah. But nobody told him that. No, nobody expected him to pop off (laughs) that big run for a touchdown. (laughs) I don't think. I mean, you always want it, but I don't think they had it planned that way. Right, yeah. That was a nice run. Yeah. He did well. Now, it, I find it very strange, and this is quite a few games now, where, you know, it seems like Brady's just kind of given up on the receivers and just throwing it to Fournette. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Fournette has been a huge part of this game, this team for the past, what, four games? But hasn't Brady always kind of been the check down yeah, king he with did his with running backs? Yeah. yeah. I thought he was always kind of like that. But he didn't do that that much this year, last year. Uh, but yeah, it was all. This was the Gronkowski Fournette show. You know, yeah. Evans didn't get hardly anything. Godwin didn't get hardly anything. I know this. You know how I know this? <laughs> because I have them both in fantasy. The guy I was playing had Fournette. <laughs> Fournette. Plus. Insult to injury. <laughs> I lost. I lost by seven points. Oh gosh. And he didn't even have a wide receiver active. And one of his wide receivers was out because I had my, my two wide receivers didn't do anything. Oh, and then I have Christian McCaffrey, who, of course, had the sissy out. And, He's on you know, IR that, now. That's it for Carolina. 
They're yeah. done. Oh, yeah. They're done. He is the only thing that ever – he's the, like the only thing that holds that team together, and he's out now, out for the season. Well, and then didn't they bench Cam Newton? Did they? I think so. <laughs> didn't take them long to I know. Are you serious? I had no idea about that. Yeah, I think because they were just losing so bad. Looking at the score. It was uh, to Miami, yeah, 33 to 10. So we got a huge win on the road. Let me see. I'm going to, oh, let's talk about Vita's tooth. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Busted out right there on camera. I know. You actually saw it fly out. I, the announcers okay, were like, oh, my gosh, it. he lost a tooth. He lost a tooth, uh, which is a shame because he's got a really nice mouth. He has really nice teeth. That sucks about your teeth, buddy. Mm. Um, but he, uh, I didn't see it the first time around. And, you know, that kind of stuff makes me squeamish. So I was like, oh, I don't want to see it. But I saw it today on Twitter, unfortunately. So um, that was, but he's, uh, he posted something funny. He's been joking on it all day on Instagram, apparently, and posted some funny stuff. That Greg Allman retweeted. I forget what the joke was, but it, it made me chuckle. A cool story, bro. It. I know, right? <laughs> Bruce Arians was asked about it after the game by the idiot reporter from ESPN, and he just said, "I don't care." He was like, "It's a tooth. It's not gonna stop him from playing." She's probably like losing her mind about how BA doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. He was just flat out, "I don't care. It's a tooth. Who cares? <laughs> he could still play." Oh, so. um Vita tweeted a picture of himself smiling and added Colgate and said, I need some special toothpaste. <laughs> and then he also added the Tampa Bay Lightning and said, when are the tryouts? Uh, that's <laughs> that's one that made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if he holds off till the off season and get that fixed. He's going to have to get a cap or something. It's probably got a, yeah. exposed nerve or probably <laughs> i've had plenty of those they they Ooh. don't feel good why are you uh, getting your teeth knocked out Ralph? yeah because i'm an idiot <laughs> uh bruce arians in his press conference he was he was pretty pretty funny he walked up there with his cup of course oh, okay he seemed to be in a he was feeling good he was feeling by good. that point huh yeah, yeah yeah uh they asked him about the running and he he just flat out said it's a, he he could have been saying this Word for word on our podcast. He said, nobody can run on us. That's what he said. He said, nobody can run on us. It's dumb to even try. Mm -hmm. I know. (laughs) He just can't run on us. Yes. And what's his face only had two yards by the end of the first quarter. Yeah. Which was ridiculous. Uh, He did end up with 83 yards at the end of it. but Which is slightly over our average. What are we, 76? Six yards a game yeah, we're giving up. Yeah. So it didn't hurt us. And yeah, he had that one series where they just drove, they went, what, 80 yards down the field and scored? Mm-hmm. You know, and it was like, and Bruce Arian said that that's because they expected to pass. So they were playing pass defense. Oh. And they just know, snuck it in there. Yeah, it made sense, you know. Yeah. It, you know, he was like, oh, if you're going to run it, that's fine. Just run clock off. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah, so the, like at the end, they got the ball back with 20 seconds left. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and let's think about it. You know, if, I mean, if they would have had another 30 seconds on the clock, they probably would have tied, tied it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They played it. They, they played. Uh, I wouldn't even say they played better than I expected. We just we just didn't play well in the first half. Yeah. That's. Well, again, it's they brought their A game in the first half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we we eventually upped our game. Yeah. I would say. I don't even know if I'd say we played an A game. It would be plus game. Nah, yeah, I would call it a B plus game. Yeah. Um, they did have a fumble in the first quarter, that one that Mike Edwards punched out and Levante recovered mm. at the 34. So the defense at the beginning was really trying to do a lot to help us out, help the offense out. It's like the that first drive with the short punt and then the penalty. Mm. We held them like that. That's that was, right. Yeah. They ended up with a field goal. So it's just one of those where it just seemed like it took a while for the offense to find its rhythm. Did we get any further confirmation on Jamel Dean? What's up with him? Because Bruce Arian said it's not good. Yeah. No, not after. that I saw. Um, let me look in my news. Desir is the one that got the, or was it Delaney? Got the interception at the end. Who was that? Desir. Okay. Okay, BA said there's no structural damage to Jamel Dean. He's a wait and see this week. But they did say Carlton Davis is probably going to return for Atlanta this week. Because they said he had a good week in practice last week. So if we're missing Dean, looks like Carlton Davis could be back. Um, Aaron Stinney can't play this week. Devin White is limited, but could possibly play in Atlanta. And then Jalen Darden is in the concussion protocol. So return duties will probably be split between uh, Bernard and Scotty Miller. So, and then, oh, so apparently if we win their next, if we win the next three, we can clinch the South. And so we play Atlanta Sunday, then we play the Bills, and then we play the Saints at home. So if we beat the Saints at home, that'll be our, that'll help us clinch the division. Pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank God we're playing the Bills at home. I know. That's what I thought, too. Yeah, we go away to Atlanta on the 5th, Sunday, and then come home for Buffalo and New Orleans, and then we go play at Carolina. Oh, we play at the Jets, too, January 2nd. That's going to suck. Yeah, it's going to be cold. Ooh. But like you said, <clears throat> Brady's used to playing in the cold, so... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He says he doesn't want to do it anymore, though. I know. <laughs> now he's been in Florida. He's playing November games in like sixty degree weather. Yeah. Like that's never happened. So, any you got any other thoughts on the game? Let me look at my game notes. Oh, I was okay. going to say you better look at them notes because I didn't take I, any. What the? 
Okay. Uh, we did not allow a first down in the first quarter, which is the first time we've done that since uh, we played the Chargers in October of 2020. So a year. <laughs> <laughs> Who keeps track of that mess? I know. You know, I mean, is it, it, do they have people whose job it is to, like, keep track of that specifically? Yeah. Or do they just put a bunch of stuff in a database and then they... Mm -hmm. Do a search function. Yeah, they got to have some kind of software, I think. I would think, because you can't have a guy that just sits there no, and goes, okay. There's no way you yeah. can do it. Okay. And so um, we allowed 19 net yards of offense in the first quarter. So that's the second fewest we've allowed in any quarter this season. So that was pretty good. And. Oh, the, our three takeaways is tied for the most by any team against Indianapolis this season. Three takeaways? Yeah. Oh, you mean the differential or? Oh, well, that might, might have been in the middle of the game. Let me okay. see. No, that was the three takeaways generated by the defense. Oh, because we had one that was a special team's. Fumbles and muffed. Okay. But, and then I don't know what the other one was, but. So we're tied for the most against Indianapolis this season. Hmm. Yeah, they had in their first, in the first quarter, they got a field goal. That was off that mm -hmm. bad punt. And then, and then a penalty, wasn't it? A punt mm -hmm. and a penalty. Yeah. <laughs> Put them right in field goal range. I know. They the started at the 30. Yeah, at the 30, Tampa Bay 30, yeah. Uh, and then they had a punt, and then they had a punt. And then a fumble. That was the first quarter. But then in the second quarter, they had three possessions. All three of them were touchdowns. Ugh. Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. That's what killed us, man. Dang. I was just like, what? Yeah. It's hard to come back from that, too. Like, it's not really a big deal if you can answer, but we were having a hard time getting that part going. Man. Yeah. Uh, so, four nets, four touchdowns are tied for the most in a single game in team history, matching Jimmy Giles and Doug Martin. Hmm. Muscle Hamster. I didn't know that Muscle Hamster had any records for us. Well, I, what's happened with him? Last time he was, see, he was at the Raiders. That was years ago. Yeah. I haven't heard a thing about him since mm -hmm. he's retired or left the league. Me either. Huh. Interesting. He had a lot of potential. I know. Yeah, so then we took over in the third quarter. We had two touchdowns on two drives. They had a fumble and an interception on their two drives in the third quarter. Oh, great. So that's like kind of where it really made the difference. And, you know, mm -hmm. that's what happened in the Saints game in the playoffs when we played the playoffs. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Kind of the third quarter is where yeah. we... Put the nail in the coffin. Mm -hmm. I think it was a little bit later for Green Bay, but like it's like we we get it. To, it's like after halftime, like we make our adjustments. They have their speeches, whatever. They get it together in the second half. How many times did they rush? Let me see. Uh, Taylor rushed sixteen times. That's it. Four not they actually had, outrushed him. Yeah. Fournette rushed 17 times. Got 100 yards, 5.9 yard average. Yeah. They had a 20, they had 20 rush attempts and we had 27. 
Mm-hmm. Well, Wentz just, had three of those, and then Hines. I know. Yeah. Wentz. He played better than I thought. Didn't make too many dumb mistakes. Yeah, he was all right. Manageable. Yeah. Like a little better than a game manager, I would say. I mean, he was making some great throws. You have to. Yeah. Against us. I know. <laughs> Did you did you see the penalties? They had six penalties for sixty six yards. Six six six. And then we had four penalties for forty four yards. Four four four. I know. What? Yeah. It means something, I'm there's, sure. There's some numerologists out there going. I know. Oh my god. Oh my god. Between that and the time of possession. I know. I mean, almost yeah, even. Almost exactly even. Two seconds difference. Just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um. What else you got? Okay. So they started out, you know, we had talked about, or B.A. had said he wants to come out fast and score. Mm-hmm. That was not what happened. No, and, no. and we got the ball first, and mm-hmm. I thought that maybe we had won the coin toss, but it wasn't. Uh, Colts won the coin toss and deferred. Yeah. But because it, there's been at least one game I know of this year that, We've taken the ball first when we win the coin. Uh, the new thing in the league is you defer if you win the coin toss. But Arians sometimes will decide to receive because he wants to get a quick start. Never seems to work for us. Mm-mm. I don't think so either. Nope. And it didn't work for the Colts either. I mean, we didn't, you know, our first possession, we ended up punting, so we got nowhere there. But they came out in the second quarter and fumble immediately. So it's like, hmm, a lot of good that did you. And then we got a touchdown off of that. We do not, we have not been getting the big plays here lately. Uh, a lot of teams are playing a lot of two high safety on us, mm-hmm. cover two shells, uh, cover three. Uh, just to try and knock off that top, you know, because because Brady will if if it's one deep safety, and we've got two receivers, or there's a receiver that's one on one, you know, generally we'll have one on the right, one on the left, and you know, whole whole motion to one of them be like it's coming to you, <laughs> you know, and uh, he'll throw it. It's usually Evans or uh, Godwin or something Evans. like that. <clears throat> But we, we haven't had that opportunity here lately because teams are just trying to knock off that top. That, well, see, and maybe that's why uh, Fournette keeps getting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're dumping it underneath. Yeah, we're just dumping it off. The The longest play we had was 32 yards, Rob Gronkowski. It was a great, mm-hmm. great He played great. Catch. Yeah, he did. He always does. Uh, then the second one was 28 yards. That's the touchdown that Fournette got at the end put us over the top. Uh, then another deep pass to Gronkowski for 26 yards. That was in the second quarter. And then there was a uh, another pass to Gronkowski for 20 yards. And then there was another pass to Gronkowski for 15 yards. So all of our 15-yard plays <laughs> and above went to Gronkowski except for Fournette's run. You, I, I don't know what's going on with our receivers, but they're getting left out in the dust. I I don't know. I just think it's that's who Brady's comfortable with. Mm-hmm. But 
Gronk is just so ridiculous. He's so hard to bring down. Did you you saw that one catch that he made and he was dragging number the guy 30. Was dragging, <laughs> he was literally dragging the guy. Guy had, guy had him by his shirt. The guy's on his butt yeah. sliding. He he let go because he was like, I still got some dignity intact, so I want to keep it if I can. Let it go. And then two other guys had to come and tackle Gronk. Yeah, he's he's so hard to get down, yeah. man. But we're, what was it? It was the Giants. The guy came, it was like a cornerback, come running at Gronkowski full speed and hit Gronkowski. And I swear, Gronk didn't even move. It didn't even register on him. He like had his back turned, and the Giants guy bounced off of him and fell on his butt. He was, he was laying flat on his back. I'm going to have to pull that out of that clip. You, you need to. Yeah. Okay, I was looking at the play-by-play, and we had two that were like right in a two possessions that were right in a row, and I was like, "What happened here?" It was the muffed punt. Yeah, I mean, they just made. I mean, they were making bad decisions, but there were just some plays that did not go in their favor, like the muffed punt, the uh, the fumbles, the inner, you know, just little things like that where. It made a difference in the game for mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Could have gone either way. If we had lost, that's the kind of thing you point to and go, oh, this is this is the reason. Yes. And I'm sure Colts fans are saying they shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. You know, that we didn't beat them. They beat themselves. <laughs> you know, there's an argument there. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it for sure. But they, I thought overall, they played really well. The Bucks are just better. Yeah, Bucks did not play up to their their grade, their level. You know, Bucks. Oh man, we gotta gotta straighten this ship out. You know, but it's not that bad. Like, what are you? I know, I know, I know. Ralph, <laughs> get it together. <laughs> we're, we're only eight and three. <laughs> we could be ten and one. <laughs> uh, I know. Yeah, we only had two drives. Out of nine, where we were in the lead, they had seven where they were in the lead. A lot of good it did them. Yeah. What good's a lead if you can't keep it? Right. Yeah, our biggest lead was seven points. Theirs was ten. Yeah. We only uh, we only led the game for four minutes, and two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the most important four minutes. And two yeah. Seconds. Uh, and this is what I love about Brady is that he does not quit and he I mean you can't really fluster like he gets kind of flustered and then the next drive it's just it's a whole new game every time Mm he's not really like a lot of quarterbacks you get to him early and that throws them off their game but he's not one of those people Yeah, he just keeps it going don't know about the referees. It seemed like it was an okay game. I think because a lot of calls went our way. Yeah. <laughs> I think there was a couple calls on them that I was like, ooh, that was a bad call. But I'm not going to be mad if it's on the other team. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought the defensive line played well. Yeah, it seemed like they were getting good pressure without a lot of blitzing schemes and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, Vita, of course, them holding Jonathan Taylor. There was a dr- that drive where he got all that yardage. That one was scaring me a little bit because he kept popping through. And it was kind of like what happened when they played the Bills. It was the same thing where he was just, you're like, no one's there to tackle him. Mm-hmm. Like he's, and then he would kind of squirt out. There was one where I thought he was down. Like I thought Vito was on top of, Vito was on top of some blue jersey. <laughs> I don't know who it was, but it turns out it was not Jonathan Taylor because he popped out the other end and kept going. Yeah. Vita got on top of Jonathan Taylor quick. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you're not if you're new to the podcast or you just don't remember, Vita has a tendency to do that with running backs, mm-hmm. and I think it's I think it's a strategy because it will wear you out to have a 300 some pound dude fall on top of you multiple you know, times. Multiple times. He did that to Christian McCaffrey in one game. He did it like seven times. Oh my! And gosh. that's that's the one that in, at the end of the game uh, he ended up running out of bounds. And what it Vernon Hargraves? Vernon Hargraves, uh-huh, yeah. That touchdown saving. Yeah. Oh, that game. <laughs> but McCaffrey was just exhausted. Yeah. Uh, so Vita fell on Taylor, like, first couple plays. And I'm yeah. like, oh, you started early. Taylor ain't going to mm-hmm. last long. Mm-hmm. They they didn't run him much. Either there was that one drive. Yeah. You know, they ran him, I don't know, what, seven, eight times on that drive? And even on those... Gosh, I mean, he got most of his yards, 83 that yards, one, yeah. on that one drive. Yeah, yeah, because they started. It was a, mm-hmm. it was an 80-yard drive, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and he got the vast majority. He probably got 60 yards on that drive. Yeah. How many times did they hand it to him on that drive? Hold on. Because it seemed like every single time. Yeah. Okay, they had... He- he had 16 total carries on the game with a 15 yard long so that must have come on that drive he averaged 5.2 yards the game and uh, that was topped by Carson Wentz with his 21 yards he averaged 7 for the whole game which I, I did not think that he was a running quarterback Let's see. Brady, oh, Brady only got two yards this game. I'm sure he's disappointed. His rushing average has gone down. He he only handed it to Taylor three times in that drive. Really? Yeah. That's how weird. many yards did he get? Uh, let me see. Complete. Uh, 12 yards one play, five yards the next play. And then one yard. Isn't it that, so weird how you can weird. have a perception of how it went and then you go back and look and it's not at all how that went? Yeah. Well, he got those 83 yards somehow. It was not in the first quarter. Do they have it where it breaks down by quarter for the player? No. No. They got about half. So, yeah, in the first half, Taylor had 25 yards on eight attempts. Wow. Yeah. Second half, he got boo-boo-boo. I don't see it. 
This is <laughs> well pro- well prepared. We're glad I we had know. our notes. <laughs> we didn't even watch the game again, which is unusual. So he had 80-some 80, 80 yards. So that, yeah, it means he got 60 yards in the second half. I could have swore he got it all on that one drive. Yeah, I don't have to go back and watch that game. I know. It just seemed like they just kept feeding it to him. <laughs> really? <laughs> Three times? I know. i got to be looking at something wrong here. Well, you can't use them use it all up in one corner because we're going to start getting on to you, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so it was a tough game. You know, I it was it shouldn't have been that close. I didn't feel like it. I don't think they're a good See, enough team. I just think that they're a better team than you give them credit for. They're a good team. They're a good yeah. team. We are elite. They're good. Big difference. Yeah, but any given Sunday, and if they match up right in certain areas against your weaknesses, that's where you... We ain't got no weakness. <laughs> <laughs> Like Superman out there. <laughs> no, he's got a weakness. Kryptonite. I know. My goodness. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Ralph. Yeah, I guess everybody's got a weakness. Buccaneers don't, though. No. Our only weakness is ourselves. Only people that can beat us is ourselves. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Good? Yeah. And injuries. <laughs> the injury bug. That's what's beating us currently. Yeah, you know, talking of injuries... There was, uh, in the movie Any Given Sunday, Jim Brown, who if you never watched Jim Brown run the football, it was just amazing. He was like a bulldozer. And, you know, he played back in the day, black and white TV days. And he says in the, the movie, he says, these guys nowadays, they have bodies like Adonis, but they're built like glass. You know, they're easy to break, basically is what he was saying. They look good, but they break easy. And... You know, I'm seeing it across the league. I've noticed it over the year, over the past few years here, especially. But it just seems like guys are leaving games for very minor injuries now and taking weeks off for injuries that, you know, the whole mentality of toughness seems to be gone out of football. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't play through injury now. If you're injured in any way whatsoever, you go. I mean, they've got. They got whole staffs of people just to massage you. No, I'm serious. And, you know, they've got, you know, dozens of people that work on, you know, all these different types of physical therapies and all that. You know, it's it's a huge industry now. And so, you know, if you get anything wrong with you, it's like, oh, hey, you know, go get some therapy. And it's it's expected now mm-hmm. you know it's a you the guys like jpp and tom brady you know these guys who play through injury you know they're th- they're they're old school they're not gonna be around forever and this seems like the newer guys i love mike evans but if you watch it's like almost every time he catches a pass he's hurt mm-hmm. you know he he motions to the sideline that he's going to go out for a couple plays or whatever. He'll be holding a hammy or whatever. And when he first came into the league, he did that crap all the time. Actually cost us a game one time because he went down hurt and it was under 10 seconds. And they, so they blew the whistle and uh, because he was injured, they ran the clock off, you know, the 10 second injury rule. Mm -hmm. And, but he wasn't injured. He was just, that's the problem. Yes. 
And, you know, so yeah, I'm seeing it all over the league, you know, where guys are, you know, they'll, even Vita last week, you know, I mean, he got hurt or a couple weeks ago. He got hurt. We thought he was out for the season the way he yeah, was yelling. Yeah, carded off. Carded off and everything. And it was a bruise. Oh, my gosh. Who was it? It was Jacoby Brissett oh, the God, other that? night. He this was... dude was screaming like a bitch on the field, <laughs> holding his knee. Like, yeah. you could hear him on the broadcast. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was like, his season's done for sure. Yeah. He goes to the sideline, gets his helmet, and he's ready to come back in. And they ended up benching him for Tua. And then I'm like, dude, you deserve to lose your starting job when you act like that. And then you just you're ready to go in the next play. Like, yeah. no, if you're going to be screaming like that, you need to be, you better be hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it seems to be, uh, I don't know, not, not even accepted, you know, that, that, uh, you know, just, to, I don't know, I guess what's called toxic masculinity, being tough now is considered stupid or, you know, look down upon Mm -hmm. whatever you know so it's like these guys will just you know lay on the field for the smallest injuries now it's just it's just very strange and then you see them get up walk off field and they'll be jogging up and down the sideline you know you're like dude come on man it's just yeah it's just so different from what i'm used to and so it's one of the things i really liked about football is it gave us a sense of toughness for people to emulate you know you want tough people and uh it's one of the reasons why i believe soccer would never catch on in america because and i used to argue with people about this all the time and i can't use this argument anymore but because you know americans we like toughness you know we like you know strong men and strong women all that good stuff and you know in soccer they they act hurt it's i mean it's a thing they know it they're not you know, they'll, yeah, they're flapping like a fish. Flop. They know what they're doing. Yeah, they'll cry. They'll hold their ankles. They'll roll around. And, you know, everybody just sits there and rolls their eyes like, oh, get up, dude. You know, we never had that in football. Never. You did that in football. They probably beat you up in the locker room. <laughs> you can't even do that now. You can't even beat people up in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, no bullying or uh, what, what's it? Hazing. Yeah. Can't haze. No. Look, we got no hazing, no taunting. What are we? I don't. Think, I don't know. What, what are we trying to do here? I, I I guess it's because fantasy football has taken over football. That you know, it's data and stats is all that matters now. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I don't like it. I when I you told me Christian McCaffrey was out, I was like, what? You know, he's out for the season. I was like, what? The he didn't even did he even get hit? Was it a contact? I don't know. But I don't know. But him. You know, he's he was great for a couple of years, and he's great anytime he plays, but he's just not playing anymore. I mean, he was gone most of the year last year. He's been gone most of the year this year. That's you know? every running back. That's why you can't pay running backs anymore. Right, yeah. Because they get hurt once, and then the injury bug gets mm-hmm. for the rest of their career. It's like Saquon Barkley. It's like this Jonathan Howard. Like, he's going to be great till he gets hurt in a year or two, and then it's going to be in and out. That's why you can't pay running backs anymore. You're you're in that Bruce Arian school of I am. You yeah. don't draft them high. You don't right. pay them a lot. And you don't use them. Right, exactly. <laughs> so. But uh, I mean, even like I would have said, Derrick Henry is the exception. But where's he? Where's he at? Uh, Adrian Peterson. You know, he yeah, got he got both last... his knees I know. blown out, and he was and he's then still had playing. His best 
season of his career <laughs> yeah. after coming back from ACL surgery. Yeah. So, yeah, but we we just don't have that anymore. Yeah. No. You know? yeah. I wonder if running back, the position is going to start fading out, like fullbacks. You know, yeah, like they anymore. might go to the uh, receiver or hybrid. Back hybrid. Yeah, like Cordell Patterson. Yeah. Yeah, that type of Good. player. Shifty and fast. Yeah. Is that his style? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, he's a big guy. I don't guy. know I've watched him. He's a what? He's a big guy. Oh, he is? Yeah. Hmm. We need to watch him, I guess. You're going to have to to prepare I for the know, game coming I up. I know. It, well, they just played Jacksonville, which I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch that. Now, I heard he got hurt. Oh, he did? Yeah, I don't know if he's out for what. I mean, it seems like just every week there's like 10 guys that are hurt on each team. I and know. You're like, what? Yeah, just on the Bucks alone. Good grief. Yeah. We spent the first 10 minutes talking about injuries. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it's like Jamel Dean with that tackle. He got, I sat there looking at it, I was like, it looked like a good tackle. I don't understand why he's hurt. Yeah. You know, I mean, of course, that can happen, too, you know, where you don't, it doesn't look bad, but it is bad, and it's probably what happened with him. But, you know, at the same time, you're like, hey, rub some beer on it. <laughs> get, get it back out there and play, man. Walk it off. Yeah. I mean, you know, like these receivers, you know, when I watch the All-22, I'm always amazed that these guys get paid so much damn money because they don't do shit. I mean, the, seriously, you look at uh, their stats, you know, they might get targeted six, eight times, right? Catch five, whatever. Okay, so they're catching five passes. <laughs> I mean, How that's much what does they that do. work out to per pass? Right. <laughs> and the, all the rest of the time, they're, you know, just running out, running routes. And, uh, you know, every now and then they'll do a little bit of block. And Godwin does a lot of blocking for us, mm-hmm. but... You know, like Mike Evans, he doesn't really block that much. His his blocking generally consists of just standing in front of the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, it's almost like the long snapper, you know, he, he plays, what, four or five snaps a game? Yeah. <laughs> that's how receivers yeah. are. They just, and, and that's a lot in the football. There's a lot of guys that just, you know, I mean, in the overall grand scheme of things, they don't really do a lot. Mm-hmm. But damn, do they get paid? Yeah. You know, like the quarterback and the lineman, the defensive lineman, those guys are doing something to every snap, you know. But everybody else, they're just kind of, yeah. I mean, you look at some of our defensive guys, maybe some guys are out there, you know, they're out there 100% of the snaps, you know, they get 60 defensive snaps and they make two tackles. Yeah. You know, you're like, I know. you're getting paid $5 million yeah. to make two tackles. Yeah. I mean, there's more to it than that, but my point being... You know, they, they, they get five passes thrown to them and they get hurt. You know, it's like, dude, you're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you have somebody yeah. like the Domicon Sue that's out there, you know, in the trenches fighting, you know, playing 80% of the snaps and he don't ever get hurt. Yeah. You're out there, you play five snaps and you get hurt. Or Tom Brady, 44 years old. He's smoking these guys. <laughs> 20 years younger than him. <laughs> Do you reckon he like goes into when they're in the like hot tub or whatever, getting their massages or therapy, whatever, after, you know, they're listed on the injury report and he just walks in and stares at them. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's like, what are you doing, dude? Maybe he I'm sends 44. to one of his clinics, which we were watching Pat McAfee. And he, oh, God, that was funny. He talked about apparently... 
these TB12 massages are absolutely brutal. Yes. Like, you can't move. Like, it's an hour of you screaming while this person abuses you. Mm -hmm. And then you can't move afterwards. And they're like, oh, you got to keep going. Like, eventually it. Eventually get used to it. Yeah, you get used to it. Yeah, Pat McCaffrey, he did it once. He was like, I'll never do that again. Yeah. He said he was like, I couldn't move for two days. Yeah. I wonder if uh, Tom Brady is like a masochist. You got to (laughs) be. Between that and his diet. He don't eat Man has no pleasure in life. His only pleasure is beating his enemies, seeing their women laid out before him. I don't know. Like, he's married to a supermodel. Yeah, I guess guess there's some pleasure there. (laughs) Right. Uh, yeah, you got to watch that Pat McAfee. It was hilarious. He's talking about that TB12 method. Then they get into it. It was him and AJ Hawk. They start talking about all the massages and you know who who does the massages and you know, who avoids them and why and all that good stuff. It was really good. You know, I really like his podcast. He's a he's a funny guy. I don't like I don't like listening to it, but I like watching it. So yeah. and they have clips on YouTube all the time. So they're in like because he does a three hour show every day. Yeah. It's a lot. I've never but, watched the whole show. Yeah, I, I me just neither. see the clips. Yeah. I see the clips. Yeah. So I, I like it that way. But he and he even pointed this out. Well, one, he says a lot of the same stuff that we do. So he. Um, yeah. So that's why we, we like feel him. validated. Exactly. <laughs> we're like, hey, we know what we're talking about. Maybe we get it from him. No, he gets it from us. Yeah. We've been saying hey, it for years. That, yeah. I know. Before Way he before even he had a show. Way before he came on picture. Um, but he, uh, he talked about the access media. Yeah. How, well, he mentioned, he didn't say it that way. He said, we don't rely on access to the NFL, so we can say this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. He was just going off on the refs one day. So oh, he, yeah, he was. You guys uh, subscribe on YouTube to him. He's great if you're not already. Highly recommend. Yes. And dude, there was a couple clips we watched Saturday or I can't remember that actually had us like crying, crying laughing. laughing. Yeah. They were, they were doing the devil with Jones and Georgia. They, they just broke out like spontaneous. And AJ Hawk is like trying not to lose it the yeah. whole time. He calls in. I don't He must not live there. Mm-mm. Wherever there. Anyway. It was good. Yeah. Y'all need to check it out. You get a lot of good insight into how the NFL works, like from the inside. Because mm-hmm. most of what we get is from sports media, who they yeah. don't know. They have no clue. Right. And uh, coaches on the podium or players on the podium. Right. I mean, that's that's not sterilized. Real either. They're just yeah. going to say whatever they need to say to get off the Podium. Yeah, that's PR. They're that's forced to do it. Exactly. <laughs> so it's a good show. Yeah, yeah. You get some insight. The uh, the massage stuff, though, you know, is it? But you know, who was it that used to get acupuncture? Oh my gosh, it was a linebacker for the Steelers. Oh my goodness. Anyhow, yeah, he was a mascus. Everybody was like, <laughs> I mean, he would like get it every day for hours. And it, he was just one of those people that seemed to uh, not relish in pain, but mm-hmm. didn't shy away from pain. Yeah. James Farrier? No. James Harrison. Harrison. Yeah, Harrison. 
big dude, man. He was just stocky. Oh, yeah. Kind of like Devin oh, White. He, well, he was a lunatic. <laughs> he was insane. Yeah. I would not, like, he's one of those old school football players where you're like, oh, he plays this because he wants to murder people, like, in real <laughs> he, life. He plays this because yeah. it's keeping him out of prison. <laughs> yeah, so he does not murder people. It's like an outlet <laughs> for that. And even then, he kind of gets close sometimes. <laughs> There's a Yahoo article that says he spends... <clears throat> Or when he was playing, from this from 2011, spends 300000 a year to fly out masseuses, acupuncturists, and chiropractors. Good Lord. 300000 a year. Yeah. Wow, I'm in the wrong business. Whew. Oh, CBS Sports is saying it's not actually acupuncture. It's something else. Who cares? I know. Anyway. Who cares what they say? I know. Those sports writers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this up. Cool. You we got, got a anything? game tonight. Yeah, we got a game tonight. See the Washington. Uh, Washington and Seattle, Seattle, which that's a crazy. Oh, let's do a little playoff update real quick. With our win, we bumped up to the third seed. The Cowboys are 7-4. We're 8-3. and three. So we're in the third spot. We're still fighting for Green Bay, that second spot, because then we won't get a fir- we don't get a first round bye, but we'll get the home field advantage. So we really needed the Packers to lose to the Rams yesterday, but that did not happen. Everything came Packers, go our way. I know Packers beat the crap out of the Rams. What yeah. was the score there? I. Score probably did not do it justice. Oh, it was 36 to 28. The Rams look like crap. Yeah. Which I said. It's like, they're not that good. <laughs> Y'all don't go back and fact check me. <laughs> but so Cardinals, they had a bye this week. So they're still first at nine and two. Packers are nine and three. So they have one more loss. So that's why they're in the second spot. Bucks eight and three in the third spot. Cowboys seven and four in the fourth spot. Fifth spot, the Rams are there seven and five at seven and four. And then 49ers are in the sixth spot at six and five, which they are on a tear right now. Who is that? The 49ers. Hmm. They played Minnesota yesterday, beat them 34 to 26. Hmm. And then the Vikings are. Uh, yeah, and then the Vikings are five and six, so they're in the seventh spot. Right now, if the season ended today, we would play the 49ers. Hmm. So, and then on the AFC side, the Ravens are eight and three, so they're in the first spot. Patriots, eight and four. Didn't we, see that coming. We had to talk about this. Yeah. Did not see this coming. Did not see it coming. What? We done. We we wrote the Patriots off after last year. Yeah, like yeah. Between the personnel decisions and how they did during the season, you're like, yeah, yeah. Belichick sucks. It was yeah. all Brady. It was all Brady. That was the conclusion. Mm-hmm. I thought it was over and done with. Yeah. Now he might be having a resurgence. I know. After his Cam Newton, his Cam Newton back. experiment, he realized I don't know what I'm doing. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna go back to what I was doing before. I know. So then the Titans, yeah, they're ahead of the Titans. The Titans are eight and four. They're in that third spot. And then the Chiefs are seven and four in the fourth spot. So they've really gone on a surge too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they were 
below 500 I, there yeah, for a while. Yeah, they were like three and four when yeah. we were making fun of them the last time. And then the Bengals are seven and four in the fourth spot. So seven and four? Seven and four. I mean, in the fifth spot. Yeah. And, yeah. And so they're only one game behind the Ravens for the division. They're fighting the for that division. I know. The, Isn't are that they crazy? Play, you didn't see that one. Are they playing the East, the NFC East? Um, I don't know. How do I figure that out? I don't know. <laughs> I'll do it while you keep going. Okay. And then uh, the Bills are 7-4, and four, so they're the sixth seed. They really fell oh off. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I, I thought that they... They were tearing it up at the beginning yeah. of the year. Well, in the last year, they went to the championship, right? Yep. But they're only one game behind the Patriots, so they... I mean, they're still technically fighting for the division. They could still win the division. And then the Chargers are in the seventh seed at 6-5. and five. So that's pretty impressive. That's cool. No, that division is playing the NFC North. Oh. Interesting. Okay. Oh, that'll be a good game. Yeah, because I think the Ravens play Green Bay coming up, and we're like, oh, they mm-hmm. could lose that. Yeah. We need them to lose. We need Green Bay to lose. Whoever is playing Green Bay, that's who we're rooting for from here on out the rest of the season. Whoever's playing Green Bay. Yeah. That's who we need. Even if to it's win. the Saints? Yeah. Oh, God, I can't root for the Saints. <laughs> Just try hard. Uh, Just try. Yeah. So, playoffs. But we still got some good football coming up. We're going to pad some stats against Atlanta. Do it. Then we got the Bills after that. Then we got the Bills. But that'll be fun. Maybe another Indianapolis Colts game. Yeah. Similar. Ralph. Keep me on the edge of my seat. I know. You better hold it together this time. Yeah, you know, it's two two Sundays in a row I've been hung over and haven't enjoyed the games as much as I know. Or no, last last one was a Monday night football game. So I was hung over from Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> does our audience think we've drinking no, problems? No. <laughs> We're like an alcoholic. It does seem together. like every time. Maybe we do so have drinking problems. Yeah. What's what's the level? What's the cutoff there? Where do you go? You got drinking problems. Does it? I know people that have a wine every night, and I say they have a drinking problem. Well, we don't drink that much. No, exactly. So I'm like, I don't have a problem. Those people have a problem. Not me. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm a binge drinker. When I drink, I drink a lot. Ralph goes hard. But I don't drink all the time. So, and then he peer pressures like I'm a hundred pounds, and Ralph is like five shots of tequila. Let's do this, yeah. and I'm like ready to die, and he's like, "You punk!" <laughs> Every time. That's exactly. That's how word it happens. For word what happened yes. Saturday night? Uh, what were those things we were doing shots of? Lemon drops. Lemon drops. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't finish that one. The uh, last one. Yeah, you were like, can't do it. I still don't want to talk about it. See, everyone's going to think we have drinking problems. We don't do it that much, guys. Promise. You know, most of our drinking is during football season. Uh, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. That's true. There's that. Maybe not for football, but like it falls in the season. Yeah. Holiday season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's not talk about our alcoholism anymore. I know. <laughs> let's get the, let's wrap this up. Do it.
All right, guys, we got another win under our belt. We are eight and three. You know, as much as you want to gripe and complain about this you team, you want about, to about our performance. We're eight and three. You yeah, know, yeah. getting to the playoffs is all that matters. Once you get in there, and that was a fun game. Yeah, it was fun. Kept you on your toes. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. That's going to wrap it up for us. Till next time. Go, Bucks. <laughs>